Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows, like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelant Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. General Kenobi, years ago you served my father in the Clone Wars. Now he begs you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request to you in person, but my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Nothing you could say could tear me away from my guy. Nothing you could do, cause I'm stuck like glue to my guy. I'm sticking to my guy like a stamp to a letter, like birds of a feather. We stick together, I'm telling you from the start, I can't be torn apart from my guy. Her guy. As a matter of opinion, I think he's tops. My opinion is he's a cream of the crop. As a matter taste to be exact he's my deal as a matter of fact no muscle-bound man could take my hand from my guy no handsome face could ever take the place of my guy he may not be a movie star but when it comes to being happy we are there's not a man Take me away from my guy. What'd you say? There's not a man today who's gonna take me away from my guy. Tell him again. There's not a man today who could take me away from my guy. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. And this is the show where we normally sit down to talk to awesome people about awesome things. I am your host, Kev. And uh, today's show is a special. Um, before we get to that, uh, you, by the time you're listening to this, uh, you'll you may be wondering, hey, where is episode 100? That was supposed to drop today, December 27th. Well, um, I had I ran into a wall of what I wanted to do specifically for this week of the holiday season. Um, and I think going forward, what we're going to do is our holiday special will be combined with a normal episode drop. But this year, our normal episode that fell over the week, over the holiday week was today for episode 100. So I wanted to make sure that that episode 100 had to be separate than the Christmas special. So the Christmas special, y'all listen to Batman reading a visit from St. Nicholas on Christmas Eve. For those that follow this show or just follow the world, know that I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm actually, when I say massive, I'm probably in the grand scheme of things, uh, probably very small uh, compared to the rest of the people in the fandom. But Star Wars has a special place in my heart, and today is the one-year anniversary of 
uh, Carrie Fisher's death, Princess Leia. So, uh, there's not many celebrities that have um, a special place in my heart, as you all know. Uh, we do a annual special uh, for Robin Williams, and I want to continue that tradition here uh, for Carrie Fisher. Um, so, to me, what was more important for the 27th was to get this episode out, and then uh, on Friday, which is not the normal day we post shows, but Friday the 29th is when episode 100 will drop, and then we'll be back on our normal schedule, no more holiday specials, um, nothing like that, so uh, I apologize to Jeff Stormer, Garrett Smith, Dan Higgins, Joe Gates, and Hannah Datz for not putting it out when I originally said I was going to, but uh, the shift in schedules for a good reason. And we're going to kind of follow the tradition that I did with Robin Williams. And that was the first, well, the first one never aired. And that was me being a sobbing mess. And that was the day after uh, Robin Williams passed away. Uh, I actually, this time last year, I I was uh, recording an interview. I I almost, I think, uh, as I'm starting to set up doing something with him again, um, I believe my interview was with uh, Mr. Chris Revel from Let's Chat with Revel and Friends, uh, a a partner of the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network that we're part of. So um, we briefly mentioned it on that episode, but beyond that, uh, we didn't really do anything. But the first year that we really did and everything is awesome special about Robin Williams, it was just me doing a solo show. And that's what we're going to do today. I'm just going to do a solo show on my way into work. Uh, be you know, just because it's what time around the holidays has to afford me. Uh, and then going forward, we'll have people um, sit down uh, and chat with me about uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, Garrett and I were going to do it, but we just couldn't find the time. And it was also going to be talking about The Last Jedi. And I, I feel like that's something that maybe should be kept separate. Then Mike and I were going to do it, but we couldn't find time. So here we are. Uh, I figured let's not let's just follow the mold. Let's just we have a mold for this. So uh, before we, we get into the swing of things, make sure you check out uh, our show Twitter at Real Awesome Pod uh, on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Real Awesome Pod. That is where the show is most active on Facebook, I feel. Um, but f- the show is also active on Twitter on behalf of my Twitter handle at that nerdy Kev. Uh, is where I do most of my tweeting and stuff and, and whatnot. So, uh, but facebook.com slash real awesome pod is where the show, a lot of show news drops first, including live shows like we did for episode 100 at a Malcolm Comics and Coffee House a couple weeks ago. And for the two year um, anniversary show, the second annual Everything is Awesome Let's F Cancer Podiversary Festival. Uh, is going to be at Tattooed Moms on January 28th from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. We got some great shows uh, that, that we haven't really announced officially on uh, the Facebook page or even on the event page uh, on B-Day. I think it's bday.awesomepodcast.com or I'm not 100% sure. But um, the shows that are confirmed are, uh, I think all but one show is confirmed. We got... Nerds with words. We got full belly laughs. I like the movie. Movie. Everything is awesome, of course. Um, and uh, there's two more. Uh, one of them is conf- 
confirmed, I believe, but I don't want to announce it until I know for sure. So uh, we'll announce that in the coming weeks. But that's just a show where an event where we preview Philadelphia podcasts that are going to appear at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival in the summer. Uh, it's also where we celebrate Everything Is Awesome's birthday. It's going to be our second birthday uh, on that day. February first is actual our actual second birthday, but we're celebrating uh, on the twenty eighth. And um, the main reason we do it. Um, is in a way to honor my uncle, uh, who I, we lost uh, last year, November 6th of 2016, to uh, his battle with cancer. Uh, we, we try to raise awareness to this great uh, organization called Fuck Cancer, uh, letsfcancer.com. That's letsfcancer.com. Uh, we raise awareness and raise money for them at this event. So um, please, please come out. Um, I, would, I hope you come out for the entire day. It's a fun time. Tattooed Mom is the coolest bar I've ever been to in the city. Um, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Manny Young bars, but, but Tattooed Mom on South Street is a real special place. They are incredibly kind to not just the podcasting community, but, you know, for me, that, that, that helps that they're friendly to the podcasting community. But just to, to creators and entertainers in general, they are super, super um, encouraging of locality, uh, locality, of local artists and entertainers and stuff like that. So uh, huge thanks to them for um, hosting us and, and whatnot. So uh, if you can come out for the whole day and, and just support um, the event, support each and every show, they're all donating their time uh, to come out and perform for free and uh, just do their show live and whatnot. And each show usually has a different twist than what you normally hear. So come out if you can, you know, come out and support each and every show, including Everything is Awesome. And uh, just it's going to be a fun day. You can come to Tattooed Mom. You can get a very, so reasonably priced you know, brunch or, or lunch and dinner, um, breakfast burritos on point, tater tots on point, drinks on point. So I hope to see you guys there. Now I've gone on long enough about all that. Let's, let's kick things off, uh, with our first ever, uh, everything is awesome. Remembers Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher. Uh, obviously I didn't know personally, um, I didn't know, uh, professionally. I, 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 didn't know. She didn't know. She didn't even know I existed. I just, I was a fan. Um, and you know, my entry point to Carrie Fisher is star Wars. And honestly, that's, I'm not, I'm a fan of Carrie Fisher because of star Wars, but I really did not follow her beyond that. Yeah. I knew that she was, um, you know, in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back and she was obviously, um, Kevin Smith was a mark for her. So a lot of what I know of Carrie Fisher, uh, comes from, from a lot of what I read last year at the time of her death. Um, a lot of what I've been reading recently since the release of Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Um, obviously it, it happened a couple weeks before the anniversary of her death. So some news articles dropped about her and what she did for that uh, movie and whatnot. And then, of course, you know, anything that I've heard through Kevin Smith or just from following 
you know, Mark Hamill and other people involved with Star Wars. Uh, I think really, I, honestly, I think it's just Mark Hamill. So my, my entry point and really only point to Carrie Fisher is, is specifically Star Wars, uh, which as anyone that listens to the show knows like that Star Wars, um, especially in the last, we'll say two years, you know, has meant a lot more to me than it ever has. Uh, my first experience with Star Wars was, you know, I did it, I did it right. Episode four. I, I started watching Star Wars. Uh, I'm old enough, uh, to be in that generation that, uh, Grew up watching Star Wars on VHS. Uh, kids, that's a big black rectangle that you put into a VCR uh, that would play a movie. It's a lot like a DVD, except agent. Uh, we, I, I grew up watching one VHS. Um, I was I was born in 1984, and if I was better at uh, research, um, I, I believe that's officially after everything released, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm such a, I am a fan of Star Wars. I guess I'm not a a Star Wars, uh, nerd, which is, which is a compliment. Star Wars nerds are great. Being a nerd is, is having passion for what you love. I am a, I'm a podcasting nerd. So I, when I, I don't, it's a term of endearment when I call people nerds because it, you should embrace that. I mean, hell, I call myself at that nerdy Kev on, on Facebook or not on Facebook on, um, on Twitter. So anyway, uh, so even if I was, even if, uh, if Return of the Jedi came out after I was born, I was too young to, to watch it. Um, so I didn't get to watch any of the originals in the, in the theater, but, and I, I never really remember how old I was, but I was definitely, um, somewhere between, I was probably around the age of six or seven, maybe eight when I first watched Star Wars. So we're talking very early nineties, um, that I first watched star Wars. And this is before the, the special editions came out before the prequels came out, uh, that I was starting to watch star Wars. My first experience with a new hope episode four was with my uncle. And, and that's one of the reasons why star Wars means a lot to me. Why, I gravitate to some Star Wars entertainment, not necessarily the TV shows, though they are in my Netflix queue or they are in my Amazon wish list to, to watch or, or buy to watch uh, because I hear good things. But um, you know, Campaign Pod from the One Shot Podcast Network is something that I gravitated to uh, last year, you know, when especially when things went started to go south with my uncle. Um, you know, campaign pod, and, and I was in the process of catching up, so I was able to laugh and whatnot uh, during a tough time. So Star Wars, you know, my entry point is through my uncle. Um, and, you know, it's that far back, in the early 90s, is, is kind of hazy as far as memories because it's, it's right at that point. I, I, you know, the early 90s is when I was at the age where I could start forming memories that I kept, uh, long-term memories, if you will. And, um, so I don't know when Power Rangers hopped in in relation, because I always used to say that, uh, Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger was my first like celebrity crush, but 
looking back, I feel I feel like Star Wars happened first. And while the generation before me, my uncle's generation, Kevin Smith's Kevin uh, Kevin Smith's generation, while their first crush was likely Carrie Fisher through Star Wars, um, when they watched it in theater, or whenever they ended up watching it, my first entry, my first point of of uh, Star Wars was was VHS, and I believe that happened before Power Rangers. And I and and I can say without a doubt that I I remember having a crush on on this princess on Princess Leia, and you know it was not not just um, because she was a pretty face. I'm sure that had something to do with it. But when you're that young, it's 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 not about like what the person looks like it's just about um i guess the the character that they are playing because you're 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 not you don't actually have a crush on carrie fisher you have a crush on princess leia and that character despite you know it being the 70s she was a strong independent woman uh, who was a hero in her own right in that franchise and continues to be a hero in her own right in this franchise. And I think that's what it is, is that when you're that young, you see you can relate to the men and be like, oh, I'm going to be Luke Skywalker or I'm going to be Han Solo. Maybe some of us want to be Chewbacca, who knows. But you can relate to them and because you look like them, for the most part. We won't get into, you know, unfortunately the 70s wasn't a, a real diverse time uh, in, in cinema. But, I mean, I, I guess the argument is we're not now either. But we're getting there, I think. Anyway, so to, to see Carrie Fisher, and for me at that point, it was Princess Leia. You know, she was... There was no Carrie Fisher for me at that point. And she was just, in my opinion, just as strong as these boys. And that, I think, had something to do with, with, like, that crush. And she didn't take shit from them boys, you know? Like, she, she held her own. She held her own. And, um... She she told it how it was, and and I and you know obviously you know getting to see who Carrie was over the last year outside of Star Wars, that's kind of who she was in real life, and um, you know I can I can't really speak on on much uh, about her career beyond Star Wars. I knew she was one of those great screenwriters that. Uh, that punched up scripts. Um, she wrote a couple scripts. She punched up... I, I don't know if she punched up The Force Awakens at all, but I know she punched up The Last Jedi. Um, and that's, you know, goes to show, you know, something she didn't get a lot of credit for, at least early on in her career, was this other talent she had behind the camera. Um, she wrote books. Some of those books were were turned into movies, turned into stage plays. Um, And while she had problems with drugs in her early days, 
she she grew out of that. She she survived that. Now, I guess anyone could say that, well, part of that lifestyle from her early days led to could have led to her death. Absolutely. Doing drugs or like that can weaken that heart. You know, it's it's can why Eddie Guerrero died so early. Um, that's why, uh, you know, why people who have were heavy in drugs die early is usually they might not be doing drugs, but it, it affected them. Now, who knows? Maybe if Carrie Fisher wasn't on that plane when it happened, um, maybe she would have, uh, maybe she would have gotten the attention she needed sooner, and and she would have been fine, and we would still have her, and you know, we wouldn't be having this discussion right now. But unfortunately. Um, that's not how it went down. Um, so, you know, it's hard for me to make this first, uh, everything is awesome. Remembers, um, not star, remember scary Fisher, not star Wars centric. So I'm not going to even try to hide that. We have every year until the end of time, until the end of this show for me to sit down and and bring people on who are massive fans of Carrie Fisher the person not Carrie Fisher aka Princess Leia and and I'm slowly becoming that fan I'm you know I got a list of things that I you know I I need to read through and, and and part of that is some of her books all her books if I'm being honest and of course I'll go through some of her other you know acting roles and whatnot and and ingest all that as, as time goes on. But for now, we're going to, we're going to, I'm not going to even hide the fact, uh, that, that this episode is going to be Star Wars centric, but we're not going to really talk about the episodes in particular. Um, you know, she, so she meant a lot to a lot of people because of Star Wars. And I think for two different generations, the, the generation before me, the Gen Xers and the, the generation in between Gen Xers and Millennials, I believe, were officially called Zennials. My generation, if you're if you're in your early to mid thirties right now, you're part of this weird generation that may not, you know, identify with Millennials, but you definitely don't identify with Gen Xers either. Um, and I believe they call them Zennials now. That's that's our name. Um, they took the X and, and replaced the M, as, as far as I know. And so us Xennials, we grew up in a time where we were able to, to watch original Star Wars, special edition Star Wars. And, and we didn't have to wait quite as long, but we waited long enough f- to be disappointed in the prequel movies. There's a whole generation of kids out there. You know, I'm sure Mike's little brother might be one of them. I'm not sure. I'm just saying that he's young enough to be in that generation where those prequel movies, that's their Star Wars. They don't care necessarily about Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. I'm sure they do. But, you know, they don't, they didn't grow up watching Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo. They grew up watching Anakin Skywalker, Ben Kenobi, and Padme or whatever her name was. My generation, we waited for The Force Awakens for a very long time. Not as long as Gen X, but very close. 
We had a very long time to see our princess come back. The same princess who captured our hearts as children um, in A New Hope, who, um, you know, warmed our hearts in Empire Strikes Back, confessing her love for Han Solo. And what may have been, um, you know, a a ploy to 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 sell the movie on sex, maybe, uh, but but uh, and, and the 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 I don't want to I hate saying slave Leia, but that's that, I guess that's what it is, slave Leia. Despite that um, scene. In, in the in the movie and and Carrie Fisher has defended that scene um, saying that it does empower her, and it does there is some empowerment there she ends up kicking ass in that scene um, it might it may be kind of a low point in Star Wars history but I don't think it's a, a super low point not as slow as those prequels if you ask me um, but she was she was an important part of all three films without her, there's no story without Princess Leia. There, there's no reason to to watch those films. She is one third of that cast, one third of the important parts of that. It is a sky. It's called the Skywalker Saga for a reason. And while Han Solo plays a very important part in that Skywalker Saga for four movies. Um, and I would consider him a star of those movies. I would consider him one third of the main cast. They are about him. He helps. He's he's a secondary character. Most people would argue that the the movies are about Luke Skywalker. I say they're they're about Luke and Leia and Anakin. They're about the Skywalkers. And I mean, who knows what happens with Episode Nine now? But um, you know. They've been. They were about the Skywalkers uh, for six, uh, for five movies now. And one could argue that Rogue One was, you know, not necessarily about a Skywalker, but Princess Leia played a role in it, and an important role, even though it was just a hot second. So you remove Princess Leia. There's no movie. Yeah, you remove Luke, there's no movie too. Remove Han. I think you still got a movie. Different, not as good. But that's the importance of those three characters. And, and I think, honestly, Princess Leia, now General Organa, may be the most important character in the Luke Skywalker. Not the Luke Skywalker. In the Skywalker saga. Because honestly, those prequel trilogies, even though they're, it's, not, it's Anakin, um, the, they, I don't know that they matter in the grand scheme of things, if I'm being honest. I don't know that their story that they were telling in those movies elevated anything. At least not to me. So, an original trilogy and new trilogy, sequel trilogy... 
there's stories that are being told that are important, that are getting elevated with each and every movie. Some people are divided on Last Jedi, but without Leia, the stories don't exist. Again, I, I you know, I, all, you would say that Force Awakens was very Han Solo centric, and and Last Jedi was very uh, Luke Skywalker centric, which obviously means that Episode Nine was supposed to be Leia centric. But I, I I think Leia again is the glue in this new trilogy, and here's why. Here is why. R2, spoilers for Last Jedi, R2 shows that original message of Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, our princess, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, or our only hope, whatever the quote is, you know it. That scene, if, if she wasn't the glue that held these movies together, that scene would not have been included in The Last Jedi. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, I just, for me, remembering Carrie Fisher means remembering Star Wars, which also means remembering my uncle. Like, they're so, you know, everything's intertwined that way. And, and um, definitely a better person, I think, for being a Star Wars fan and for being a a Carrie Fisher fan, well, a Princess Leia fan, and but now, unfortunately, I waited until she she passed to become a Carrie Fisher fan. But, um, you know, uh, it is a sad day today for for anyone that's a Carrie Fisher fan, for anyone that's a Star Wars fan. Uh, today is a day we we sit back and we think about her career and, and, and just her. Um, she seemed like a down-to-earth person. She seemed like someone uh, who I could probably sit down with and have a beer or any kind of adult beverage and, and just have an amazing conversation with. She, like many of those people involved with Star Wars, have... Have, or at least the original trilogy, have lived a lifetime of stories. Uh, and the, the world lost something when we lost Carrie Fisher. You know, um, I don't know. It's, um, if this wasn't what you were looking for for a, a, an episode of... Um, paying homage to Carrie Fisher, I'm sorry, uh, we'll do better next year, but I, I, Star Wars plays a huge role in my life, I wouldn't have the relationship that I had with my uncle if it was not for Star Wars, so that means Carrie Fisher played a huge role in my life, even though it was just kind of concentrated to Star Wars, so um, I, I wanted to I didn't want to wait to do something uh, next year when I could get somebody else on to maybe enlighten me a little bit. Um, I wanted to do something this year, now, the first year, just to remember um, Carrie Fisher, uh, Princess Leia. You know, that's that's for me. For this this episode's for me. It's uh, if if no one else, if you didn't like it, I'm sorry, but um, I was I was able to 
Babylon um, about Star Wars and Carrie Fisher and her role in it. Um, so, you know, let's just take a quick moment and, and just think of Carrie Fisher for a minute. Carrie Fisher, our princess forever and always. You are missed. The world is in a worse place without you. Thank you for being part of my childhood and part of my adulthood. Hopefully you're up there smiling down on every one of us. Or at least giving us the finger or something. This has been Everything is Awesome. We'll see you next time right here on awesomepodcast.com. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.